Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hello, everyone. This is Scott Rochelle, and this is the Bay Area Podcast here on the Bleed Podcast Network, the Bay Area's number one sports podcast network, the only place with a show for every team in the Bay Area and more. We believe in our teams. Do you believe? If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We're also available in your favorite directory, Spotify, Google Play, Citra Luminary, and TuneIn. You can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcast on Twitter. You can find me personally at Rochelle Radio on Twitter. On this week's show, we're going to be switching gears once again and talking about baseball. We're going to be looking at the weekend series for the Oakland Athletics and the San Francisco Giants from a betting perspective. Before we do all that, we're going to have a quick word from our sponsor. Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Bet Online has you covered for all of the news, scores, and odds that you need. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. I use Bet Online all the time. And I can truly say it is my favorite book out there on the markets. Now, if you actually want a pretty solid promo, head over to the website betonline.ag or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sports book experts. Welcome back, everyone, to the Rembrandt Podcast. Now, before we went on break, we talked about what we're going to be doing for this week's show. Once again, talking about baseball with the Giants and the Athletics and their respective matchups over the weekend. So before we do that, though, we're going to quickly recap what happened last week. Pretty good for us. For Oakland, we said that they would end up sweeping the four-game series against Kansas City, and they won three out of four. Then Oakland ended up rolling against the Angels, ended up sweeping that series. So the Athletics have done well lately. They have won six in a row. We kind of saw a bit of a hot streak coming, and it did. Meanwhile, looking at the Giants, we thought they would end up winning three out of four against Washington over the weekend, and they ended up winning uh, two out of four, so they ended up splitting. But overall, pretty decent, I'd say, projections when your one went off on both series. You know, it's really not that bad. And then San Francisco, of course, decided to run through Arizona like every other team in the National League. They're actually playing right now. Giants are up six to nothing. Shout out to Arizona because if Arizona does not come back, they will set the all-time record for most consecutive road losses in the history of baseball. So congratulations to Arizona. They're about to lose their 23rd straight road game. Really, I'd say, almost impossible to do, but congratulations. Anyway, so we're going to start off talking about Oakland because that's what we ended up doing last week. We're going to keep the order. And starting with Oakland, we're going to be talking about the matchup they have over the weekend on the road, traveling to Yankee Stadium to take on the New York Yankees and looking at this matchup right here. The Yankees, of course, have been relatively underwhelming so far in the regular season. By the way, Oakland, of course, does not play today. This is going to be the Friday matchup. But you look at the Yankees, 35-32, and 32, which sounds decent, I guess, because they're three games over. But if you look at them in the standings, nobody thought that as of right now, the Yankees would be seven back of the division with Tampa. And Boston's also a game back. So you have the Yankees six behind Boston and seven behind Tampa. Not exactly ideal for the Bronx Bombers. But looking at Oakland, first place, uh, they are 43-27. and 27. Two and a half games up on Houston, and as I mentioned before, Oakland has won six in a row. So looking at this matchup here, you have Caprillion on the mound against Tyone, and Tyone has struggled for the Yankees. One and four record, 5.74 ERA, 1.37 whip. He also got shelled in his last outing against Philly, 
on the road as he only went a third of an inning and gave up four runs on five hits. But he seems to be a consistent guy who will get you around five innings, three runs. That's kind of his M.O., maybe a little bit worse, five innings, four runs here or there, with the exception of that one outlier start against Philly where he was absolutely terrible and didn't even get through an inning. But looking at his numbers and his uh, splits, I would say Tyone's much better at home than he is on the road. You look at the actual numbers, Tyone is an 11-point 12 ERA on the highway, but at home, Yankee Stadium, he does have a 3.22 ERA, so Tyone might actually look pretty decent here in this spot. Oakland's offense, though, has been very good lately, and you do have the short porch and right, so you might see Olsen go yard or somebody like that, but looking at Caprillion, he's been very solid. 3-1 record, 2.51 ERA, 1.18 whip, and he's definitely shown a lot of signs for a guy who... A lot of Oakland fans probably didn't know about going into the year because he ended up becoming a piece of the rotation midseason, and he has looked sharp. Uh, six starts, and he's 3-1. and one. I don't know what you can really ask for in that situation besides that, but you want to go through the actual splits for Caprillion in this spot. You do have his road numbers, which are worse than at home. At home, he's had two starts. He has not given up a run. On the road, 4.19 ERA. Opposing batting average, though, at 243, which is okay, but he has definitely looked better at home than he has on the road. But looking at the actual matchup itself, I like Oakland in this spot. The Yankees have been a very, very inconsistent team uh, all season long, and I know that they have won a couple games in a row, ended up beating Toronto a couple times over the last couple of days, but at the end of the day, Oakland is in better form. You look at Oakland's offense, which has been really, really dialed in right now, and the Yankees' offense has been inconsistent all season long, mostly underwhelming. But you're looking at Oakland, and this team has scored at least six runs in each of its last five games. I definitely like that, translating over to Yankee Stadium against Tyone, who's been underwhelming for a decent portion of the season. I think Oakland gets the job done. As for betting lines, I'm not sure if they have anything up yet. Checking right now for tomorrow. Uh, no, there is no lineup on this game. I'm assuming that the Yankees will be slight favorites because it's the Yankees, so just based on reputation. I think the Yankees will probably be minus 110, minus 115 or so, but either way, I think Oakland wins the game. I have faith in Caprillion, Caprillion, and I think Tyone is going to struggle. So, I got Oakland taking game one of this series, and now transitioning over to game two taking place on Saturday. Looking at this pitching matchup, it is definitely an interesting one, because you have Bassett on the mound against Jermon, and Jermon has been very good for the Yankees so far this season. You know, he has a 4-4 record with a 3.880 array, but he was awful earlier in the season. And if you look at his results over the last couple of months, he has been very, very solid. Now, he did get shelled his last start against Philly, which is a bit concerning. But before that, very, very consistent, usually going at least five, giving up two or fewer runs. But the Yankees, with Jermon on the mound, have been mediocre. I mean, they're 4-4 despite him having a pretty solid array. You look at his home numbers, the Yankees have yet to win a home game. Uh, at least to give Germano a win, I should say, at home, as he's 0-2 with a 4.11 ERA in Yankee Stadium this season. But he does have good numbers in, well, just over the as I mentioned before, over the last couple of starts. I mean, you can go through the month of June. He had 30 innings pitched, 2.4 ERA, and then part of that carried over into June before the shelling he took against Philly. But at the end of the day, you still have Bassett on the mound for Oakland, who's also been very solid. He's been pretty consistent for this Oakland team. And 
as a whole, I do think that this is kind of a coin toss in terms of pitching matchup. Bassett's 7-2, 3.43 ERA, 1.04 whip. And this game, I actually like the under. I think you'll see both starting pitchers perform pretty well. Bassett's road numbers are really good. He is 4-0 with a 3.98 ERA. So the ERA is not exactly the greatest, but 4-0 definitely speaks for itself in opposing ballparks. I think this will be a very close game, a very low-scoring game. But I do think the Yankees will sneak this one out. I just think Jermon's going to bounce back quite well. I think Bassett will probably give up three, four runs or so. And I do think that the Yankees' bullpen, which has been very solid, one of the only solid consistencies for this team, will do a good job of shutting the door. So I do think the Yankees will win this game probably around four to three or so. But I'm going to go with the under in this spot for the second game of the series. And now, last but not least, talking about the Sunday game, which is going to be taking place... In the daytime, once again, at 1.05 p.m. Eastern Time, so very early start in the Pacific. But you do have Manaya on the mound against Montgomery, and I really like Manaya in this spot. You look at Manaya's numbers this season, and he has been very good. 6-2 with a 2.99 ERA, 1.23 whip. Now you also look at Montgomery, his record's pretty good. 3-1 and one record, 4.20 ERA. 1.19 whip, but Montgomery really doesn't do, I'd say, a great job when it comes to putting away batters. You see a lot of his struggles come when there's either two outs or two strikes on a guy, and then he'll nibble a little bit too much, and then he'll let the guy get on base. Kind of Sonny Gray syndrome in a way, but Gray, of course, being the more talented pitcher. But you look at Montgomery's last couple of outings, they've been okay. He pitched against Toronto last start, five and a third, five runs, four earned. Start before that. Minnesota, five and two-thirds, three runs. Pitched well against Tampa, six and a third, three runs, one of them being earned. And then he ended up pitching against Toronto before that, four and two-thirds, three runs, three of them earned. So he's basically guaranteed to give up about three runs in five or six innings in this spot. And Manaya, I think, could have a really good outing on Sunday. You look at just how, he, how dialed in he's been. He's been fantastic. There's really nothing else to say. You go through the numbers here for Manaya, and his last couple of starts have been outstanding. Five and two-thirds, one run against Los Angeles, six innings and no runs against Arizona, complete game shutout against Seattle, six and two-thirds, one run against Los Angeles, then against Los Angeles again, five innings, one run. He's really just been consistent, and I do think Oakland should get off to a pretty early lead. I think Oakland will probably be leading two to one, three to one or so into the fifth inning, and I do think that Oakland should do a pretty good job of holding on and getting the job done in this spot. So, once again, I like Oakland winning Game 1. I like Oakland winning Game 3, but I do think the Yankees are going to win Game 2 to prevent the sweep. But I do think Oakland will win the series. Now, switching gears, talking about San Francisco, uh, we're going to assume for the sake of this episode that the Giants are going to win the game that they're currently playing because they're up 6-0. So, as of right now, the Giants are 44-25. and And looking at their upcoming matchup over the weekend, they are playing at home against Philly. And Philly has been an atrocious road team all season long. Now, talking about the actual record for Philly on the road, they are 12 and 21 on the highway, which is hideous. Meanwhile, the Giants are 22 and 9 at home. Once again, that's what they will be, assuming they don't have a massive choke job against Arizona. But still, looking at this matchup here, you got Vince Velasquez going up against Johnny Cueto. Velasquez is a guy who I've never really been a fan of, but he actually has been decent so far this season. 2-1 record with a 1.3 whip, with 1.3 whip, 4.25 ERA. Really just, a, would say, a decent pitcher, but the home runs are a concern. 48 and 2-3 innings, 10 home runs allowed. That's not great. 
Looking at the Giants, you do have Cueto on the mound, 4-3 and three record, 4-flat ERA, 1.35 whip. He did struggle in his last outing, giving up four runs in five and a third against Washington. But looking at this actual matchup here, I do like the Giants in the spot. I think both pitchers are probably going to struggle, but Cueto does have good numbers at home. 3.14 ERA, 3-2 and two record, and I do think that Philly's bullpen is just a serious problem for this team. You can talk about uh, the bullpen was worse last year, and that's definitely true, but the bars have been set so low looking at last year because they had one of the worst bullpens of all time statistically. At the end of the day, I think this game will be very, very close. I think Philly even might be winning through the first couple of innings, but I do think the bullpen will come in, and I think the Giants might have a come-from-behind victory. I do think the Giants will win this game in a pretty close fashion, maybe a little bit high-scoring, but obviously the Giants will win this game 5-4, to four, and the Giants do a pretty good job in getting through on the opener in the series, and I'm going to take the Giants at around minus 120 in this spot. The lines are up for this game for tomorrow. Uh, and Velasquez, we talked about his struggles with home runs. Giants have been hitting the ball well lately. I do think 8.5 is a little bit too low of a total, especially with Cueto's performances as well. I think that total is too low, but I like the over, and I go, I'll go with the Giants on the money line at around minus 120. Now, looking at Game 2 of this series, and you got to start wondering when you're going to actually see some good pitchers from Philly show up. And Zach Wheeler pitched yesterday. So the answer is, you are not going to see their best pitchers. You can look at the matchups here, and you have Wood against Nola. Now, Nola, of course, was very good in the past, but this season he has really, I'd say, I don't know, I don't want to say underperformed because his ERA is good and his whip's pretty good, but the 5-4 and record is definitely interesting compared to Nola's normal numbers. He has struggled with home runs, given up 10 home runs in uh, just so far this season, so he has to do a better job of watching out for the long ball, but you look at his splits home and road, and you can make an argument here that there are some concerns, because he's a 4.99 ERA on the highway, which means at home, of course, his ERA is fantastic, 2.49. I do think that the starters might not be as important for this series for Philly, because until they figure out their bullpen, they're going to be in a world of hurt, and that bullpen has been a disaster, as I mentioned before, in the last couple of weeks. But for this matchup, you do have Nola going up against Alex Wood, and Wood so far this season has been pretty solid. 6-3 and three with a 3.71 ERA, 1.13 whip. You look at his last couple of starts, they were a little bit rocky before his performance on Monday against Arizona. Six innings, two runs in that appearance, but before that, Five and a third, four runs against Texas. Three and two thirds, seven runs against Los Angeles. Face off against the Dodgers twice, six innings, four runs, six innings, two runs. So he had about three bad starts in a row, or three less than ideal starts in a row before getting it back together against Arizona. But I am a bit concerned based on those results. I do think Philly is going to win one of these games, and I think Nola on the mound is probably their best bet to do it, especially since they're not facing Wheeler in this series. But. I do think that Philly will get one. I don't think that they're going to get swept. So I'm going to take Nola uh, in this spot. I think Wood will pitch okay. I'm not saying that Nola's going to throw a gem. But I think there's a decent chance both of them can go about five or six. Maybe give up three. But Nola's pretty good when it comes to eating up innings. And I think that he should do a pretty good job of maybe even pushing seven or eight to try to rest the bullpen a little bit. So I do think that Philly will win a very close game, probably a one-run game, but I do think Philly will even the series up at one in Saturday afternoon's game. And looking at the series finale, 
taking place on June 20th, of course. You have Spencer Howard going up against Sammy Wong. Now, Wong is a relative unknown because he is a left-handed pitcher that I'm sure a lot of people listening to this podcast don't really know anything about. Uh, he is really just, I'd say, like a half-opener, half-not. I can't really explain it because he's been in the long relief situation so far this season. He's had two appearances, four innings, one run, and five innings, four runs. So he's yet to go more than five. He's yet to start a game officially, but he is the projected starter for this matchup. And looking at the actual uh, pitching matchup here, he might actually be the better starting pitcher, which I think is kind of ironic because I just roasted how bad Long is, but you're looking at Spencer Howard, and his numbers are terrible. There's really not much else to say. Howard has an 0-2 record with a 5.09 ERA. His ERA on the road is 6.55, which is not good. You look at his last couple of outings, they've been, I'd say, slightly better, but he's also a guy who gives you absolutely no distance. He's had seven game, he's had seven appearances, four starts, but the last, the four starts he's had, he's yet to go more than four innings. So you are going to be having the opposite situation of Nola, where Nola can rest your bullpen, go a long while, and Howard cannot. So I do think that if Philly's going to empty out the bullpen, and you should see a matchup between two questionable starting pitchers, I'll take around, I'd say, five innings of Philly's bullpen uh, for the Giants, and that's a pretty good deal. So I, I'm going to go with the Giants in that spot, and I do think the Giants will win the series by winning the finale on Sunday. So, once again, just a quick recap of my thoughts for both of those series. Looking at Oakland, I think Oakland will win the first game, lose the second game, and win the third game against the Yankees. And I think the Giants will have a little bit of a copycat syndrome there, as I do think they will also win the first game, lose the second, and then win the third. Other than that, though, that has been this installment of the Bay Bay Podcast. Good luck to all of you and respect the best today. Bye, everyone. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call. Click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.